Would you like to build a culture so strong it attracts talented people, keeps them engaged in doing their best work, and provides a way to scale success across your organization? This is Hospitality Daily. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and to show you how this can be done, we're going to be learning today from James Ferguson, Director of Culture at Wurzak Hotel Group. Here's James explaining what this role covers and how he's building culture. I have my counterpart, Tim. He's HR. I'm PR. Uh, and then what I mean by that is internal communication and marketing, branding, engagement. There's a lot of strategic planning and outlining of what we hope to accomplish, as well as day-to-day stuff, like today where I was visiting a property and facilitating a culture committee. So there's just so much fun and involvement. And the more that you get involved and can be part of these processes, you really see how aligned all of your employees are and how we all want the same thing and care about the same things. Uh, And then to be able to take these ideas that we talk about and want to do and scale it across our portfolio, that's when things get really exciting. I find it fascinating being at this intersection of inspiring and coaching people and PR. And you're crushing it on that front because I feel every time I open LinkedIn, I see another photo of you with your teams. Looks like you're having fun. Looks like they're really engaged. Uh, You mentioned the culture committee meeting. What is that and what's your goal with that? So our goal is to provide voices to our employees and then take action because those voices are heard. And when you do that, the people that are in the trenches that are working in the line level positions that go through the guest interactions and go through the processes that aren't working and can give that insight. When you start to listen to your team members, you begin to have a lot of value added by those team members. And the more that you listen to them, they will share that and then become, it will really scale and bring more people to the table. So our goal with those committees is to bring a group of people together to help basically multiply our efforts to scale them at the property level and then also scale them across the portfolio. So we have your GMs, your HRDs, but those are one, two people, right? You have a few leaders in departments, but again, those are one or two people. So to be able to bring some line level employees into the mix and become culture ambassadors and start to internally communicate and let people know things and then also get innovative ideas. And it just sparks a lot of engagement, energy, interest, And from being an operator to now this, it was one of the most impactful things I did as a GM. And now I'm getting to see it on a larger scale and getting to really collect the data and then drive it to make some positive change in the organization. Culture can be a somewhat nebulous concept. How would you define organizational culture in hospitality? Across all industries, the word to define it is consistency. What do you consistently deliver and how do you make people feel because of it? Right. So you're either consistently failing to do the things that are needed for your team or you're consistently delivering an experience that helps them be at their best. And so culture is about having things in place on a daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly and annual basis that keeps driving you forward. And it's not one thing. It's all of those things. And so if you're listening to this and you're looking to start to improve your culture, You know, it's not about biting off more than you can chew. It's about identifying the things that are most needed and start to take steps forward to do that. It's not a culture committee. It's not a luncheon. It's all of the things. And again, most importantly, it's about how we make people feel. Do people feel appreciated? Do people feel like they belong? Do people feel like they're heard? Do they feel valued? These are the things that you have to take a look at and build things around that help deliver that experience. Let's rewind the clock. You mentioned being a general manager What did you learn in that role that inspired you to now focus full-time on culture within the organization? 
I think one of the things through my experience throughout my career is that learn from everybody. Some people do things really well. Some people have their downfalls just like you and I, right? I'm continually learning and growing and improving. And so throughout my career, I always picked pieces of things that I liked about different leaders and used it to build who I've become. And through that process and seeing the development that I had and then started to have on others, it becomes the most rewarding part of being a leader is the opportunity to help people see themselves in a different way and to fulfill and grow to be at their highest potential. So as I started to learn that and realized that it was less about hotels and the product, although beautiful, and I've worked at a lot of amazing hotels, for me, it was always just about this, the dialogue, the relationships built, and helping people see themselves in a new way. And in our industry, what's so beautiful about this industry is that you truly and absolutely control your destiny right? I've been able to grow within every organization I've been within. And that's not because I'm something special. I've just learned that my actions can control my outcomes. And so if I control what I do every day, and I always say this to our team members, live out our mission statement, the rest of our goals become a direct result. And so I've learned that and I've now I'm in the teaching mode of that and trying to scale that across the organization. And it's just exciting to be a part of going from a doer to a strategic leader and helping us do that across the company. I think we're at a really interesting moment in time because hospitality has always been an apprenticeship business. And now we have the opportunity to listen in on conversations of some incredible leaders, both within hospitality and outside of it on mm-hmm. our commute. And I've become a big fan of podcasts because of that. But you talked a little bit earlier about scale, and that's something how I, that I appreciate about you and your work is you're thinking about how to not only do the, have this work for yourself, but have it work for others. I wonder if we could talk a little bit about how you think about training and development uh, for teams, whether at a hotel level or organizationally at large. How are you thinking mm-hmm. about that now, and what are you seeing to be useful in that area? Well, I think it's a key component to having a successful organization, right? You need to have learning and development be a key sort of pillar in what you do and be able to scale it across your company. So that's one of the things that we're developing right now is focusing on who's a rising star and who is uh, kind of next up in, in a leadership role and creating development programs and roadmaps for them to find success and build off of that over time so that we build our strength out, start creating task force team members, and then can do what we need to do when we need to do it and have a really strong foundation for the future. So that's something that we're doing. Going back to being a GM and being in this role, it's been a really fun learning curve to be a strong GM and feel like I can engage with my team and know that things are going to get done well because I'm actively with them and listening and taking immediate action. But when you're not the GM and the one that's doing, and you have to be the one that helps others see what you're trying to accomplish and then go do something about it, it's been really fun to learn that process and to look at it at a higher level so that we get people not only to buy in, but also to be consistent with it. What's been fun, again, is just being able to say, okay, I can do this if I was at the property, but I can't be at the property, right? So how do you do that when you're not the one doing it anymore? And so there's a level of training and development there, right? From a branding standpoint, what should I post? How does it add value, whether it's recruitment or adding value to others? And then, you know, also scaling the side of how do I build the right habits in multiple team members so that we can scale our efforts, right? Because if we just have GMs that are strong leaders and build strong cultures, well, when they walk out the door, so does the culture. So how do we sustain that across the entire team so that no matter who's at the helm, the culture lives on? 
And so that's what's been exciting about this role is that I'm looking at it from that lens and building strategic plans that will allow us to sustain that long term. And obviously, I'm super excited and looking forward to the rewarding side of watching that grow. Is this where the culture committee plays a role? For sure. I think from that standpoint, we want to help them understand what we're looking to accomplish, provide some responsibilities. The key with those meetings is there's action items. There's people that are assigned to those action items, and then there's a due date. And so there's a high level of accountability that we're not just meeting and having lunch or having a discussion, like we're doing something about these voices being heard and then measuring it over time, right? And some of these things are accomplished within that 30 days between, and some of them are more stretch goals or long-term, quarterly, whatever. So it's been really exciting to see about how much, without even having them hear each other property to property, how aligned we are. Again, how we want the same things and how what we're talking about at a property level is going to be able to be scaled across and really make a positive impact from one voice being heard, which is super powerful. Super powerful. What are the criteria, the ways that you get participants in this culture committee at the hotel? Sure. So that's something that we are strengthening or re-energizing right now. Obviously, there's a level of good standing and all that stuff, but we really want to make sure that these people have the right attitude. That goes back to hiring, recruitment, higher attitude, teach skill. If you have people that are interested in making a positive impact, get them involved. Every team member is basically a corporate ambassador. They're a spokesperson. But if you can find those few people that really are excited about making the change and can be the voice for others, at least to start, those are the people you want part of that team. And then again, once you see those action items being accomplished, they spread the word about that. You start to gain trust, more buy-in, then more people show up or more voices are brought to the table and you start to really you know, do a lot of good. And so that's what we look at as far as getting people involved. And then as our efforts expand, it allows more people to see the good that they can be a part of. And that starts to be pretty inspiring. Is it a specific seniority level or functional area you're looking at for these people to participate? So we want to try to have a spokesperson from each department because we want different perspectives and different experiences to be brought to the table. But one of the other things that's really important that we've been vocalizing is that it's not just about what you experience here. It's what have you experienced prior to here? What did you like? Did you not like? What did you experience that was really good? And what can we do here? And how can we make it our own at this company or at this property? And that's probably one of the more exciting pieces is that we've all experienced different things. And so once we start to listen to one another, we start to open our opportunity and upside potential up. And it's just really exciting to get employees to understand the power of their voice and then allow them to take credit for it. And as we gain continued momentum with this program, there's going to be a lot of recognition that comes with it because we're going to start to scale these things once it's mapped out, approved and all that. And we're going to say, this is the person that it came from culture committee. If this is something that you have in your head or you have an idea like this, join us. This is what you could do. And then we celebrate it in our newsletter and everybody in the company knows about it. So it's a lot of good and we're gaining momentum. Um, And that's also the other side is I'm from Philly. So we trust the process. You got to fall in love with that because as a GM, I could make a decision and fix something right away. But in this role, I have to be patient. I have to be strategic and we have to make the right decisions so that we can do this sustainably. So I really enjoy watching the progression of things. And when you fall in love with that process, everything becomes way more rewarding and it's less about a finish line and more about just hitting each goal that you hope to accomplish. 
Just a few follow-up questions on this. Let's say I'm somebody working at the hotel. What's the pitch to get involved if you wanted me to participate in this? You know, we just explain what the responsibilities are as well as the goal. And a goal, again, is to engage and empower our employees to have a voice and to better live out our mission statement. And so if we can do that and we get people interested. And the other thing is once we start to accomplish these things and can share stories about the examples of what was talked about, what we did about it, and how it's impacted the company, uh, that's when you start to really gain traction. And so you have to kind of do that in different communication platforms so that you hit everybody. So we we do that via text, via email, Slack. We do it in person. But I think, as you know, in our industry, the most important way to communicate is in person, right? Mm-hmm. When you do verbal communication, you can speak things into existence and speak people into action. So having that dialogue, building that relationship and sharing the impact is the most way that you can get anyone to buy in or interest in what you're trying to accomplish as a team. I get energized by connecting with team members and high-fiving them through the hallways and saying hi to the housekeepers and the housemen, you know, everybody. So I don't want to be a desk person. I've never been a desk GM and there's plenty of those uh, and plenty of good ones. But for me, I'm really energized by the interaction and the impact. And so there's a level of strategic planning, but then there's a level of doing and being able to have a balance of that and to see firsthand and hear firsthand the impact we're making or the ideas that we're having is just really exciting. My motto going into this year was see it, be it. See the example, be the example. So the concept of this is basically that you want to walk around the building and find people doing good and celebrate them for it. And if you can get your managers, directors, GMs, and corporate level team members to actively do that, that is culture. That is the consistency of making people feel like they belong, like they're valued, like they're appreciated. That is something that can change the game. And so we're looking at all kinds of stuff, but that's a great example of what's coming from this. And again, it's been brought up by different team members, but our uh, HR person at our home too, Catherine, she's the one that actually brought it up first. And from there, we've been able to snowball the ideas and now we're in the building of it. So I think that's going to be one of the more impactful things we roll out here in Q2. And I'm excited to see that impact because it's going to be a huge one. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. Tomorrow.